right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke, and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. All right, so the next component in our Build Your Business series is going to be focusing on market research which you know immediately gives me like PTSD of just doing research in college on yeah. random topics that I was never going to touch again. But the difference with market research when it comes to your business is this should be something that you're relatively passionate about and something that you don't mind spending a lot of time in. Definitely. And by market research, it's not just to say like, oh, like what's going on in the market, like doing like a, a paper on it, right? Like your goal is to take the hypothesis or the problem that you have uh, thought you found and verify as much as you can the specifics of that problem, right? So that involves one, just traditional research, Googling who are my competitor type things, but also it's about finding people who you think would be your customers or you think would use your product or you think would benefit from what you're building um, and getting their take on the situation that you've assumed that they're in. Whether you've been in that situation yourself or not, doesn't really matter. You should still go out there and find other people to figure out whether or not you are really on the right track. And I think there's two kinds of camps when it comes to your understanding of your business in the market that it fits in, right? So sometimes founders come from a uh, position of pain, as in they're in the industry, this is something that they've experienced throughout their career, and they're like, hey, now I wanna solve this problem. problem and you have like a tremendous understanding of how this product fits and then there's kind of the other camp where you identify a problem that's probably easy to identify because you're not in the system and you're not uh, you know going through the daily motions and you're kind of looking at it from a 30,000 foot view and you're like oh hey that's a problem now I need to go out and understand the market so I can better build this product yeah so I think it's also important to kind of understand where you fit in that uh Definitely, because you, as somebody who's coming into the space, right, say real estate, for us, for example, right, we look at that with a different type of background, different experiences that we've had, applying that lens to what the current real estate market looks like, and through conversations, through uh, different relationships, we can figure out kind of where the changes in the way that the you know technology and world works can be applied to something completely new to us. Yeah, and, you know, I think that that, you know, the not the lack of understanding is is a problem, but it's something that you can see in kind of the way that we've approached some things because, uh, you know, in the lean startup, they talk a lot about the feedback loop and how important it is for product iteration and, and making sure that your product fits. You know, we've gone out and, and we'll, we'll touch on how to go find people to talk to here in a second. But, you know, we kind of had an idea of what we thought the product should look like. And then as soon as we started talking to people, we were able to instantly validate or discredit invalidate. or invalidate or, you know, um, whatever the, uh, you know, like what we were doing, like we've been talking to some real estate agents and they're like, oh, like we don't do it that way, but we do it this way. And then we've talked to, um, you know, some people that really analyze data and they're like, oh, we need to do it this way. And, and, you know, like those little things we would have never known because we're not 
in the market mm-hmm. like that. We're the people that are looking at it from a 30,000 foot view. Yep. And, and of course, those people are most of the time very willing to hop on the phone and just chat, especially if you have some common point of, of connection. And so the idea of like, um, obviously you do your research on the computer, but when it comes to finding people, it's not like the most easy thing to do, right? There's tons of people out there that might fit, but without being able to isolate the specific position in a company or uh, whatever about the person that you want to talk to, it's really hard to go find them. Um, and then even once you found them, it's a, if you don't have a warm introduction to them, it's a lot of cold emailing and it's a lot of um, figuring out, hey, if you're willing, will you come on and, and check out the product, give me some thoughts or listen, let me listen to how you approach your job now and see if we can discuss any uh, issues that you see with that. But when we were going through finding people, like what were the biggest takeaways for like successfully getting responses, getting people that were willing to hop on? I think starting with the warm and, you know, confidence is, is, is important in, in all of this. So, you know, we were fortunate enough that we had a couple of connections in, in the industry and we started with really, really warm connections that we felt comfortable enough even shooting text messages to, um, you know, that kind of intro and that kind of began to build our, our confidence and our comfortability. And then slowly over time, we've now branched out to completely random people, you know, meeting them through LinkedIn and, and list building and a, a whole bunch of other options. But it's kind of a, of a process that you need to mm-hmm. kind of build out. But if you can start with um, potential customers or, or industry experts that you have some kind of relationship with or are close, it's a, it's a good way to get going. Because also in, in those early conversations, you're going to learn um, new facets to the problem and that might unlock an entirely new demographic of people that you yeah. go talk to. And maybe those people are much easier to talk to than the original intended user. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's also like uh, an important thing to keep in mind. Like there is a difference between the user and maybe like the decision maker or mm-hmm. whoever you're gonna have to, you have to sell the product to. And you need to figure that out. I mean, you, that's something that you need to figure out and yeah. differentiate. And, and that's like, those are different people that you should be talking to, right? You should talk to both of them because you wanna make sure that it's something that your users like, but it's also something that you're, person you're selling to is willing to buy. Um, and if you're building a consumer product, it's usually the same person, uh, unless you're selling like a family or something. But in an organization, if you're selling anything somewhat business focused, um, you're gonna have a hard time you know, getting anything done without selling it to the person who actually pays for things. Yeah, and I, I read a really interesting article the other day and I was talking about um, construction technology and how hard it is for people to embrace new developments in mm-hmm. the industry just because um you know construction is a is a fairly old-fashioned business mm-hmm. um it's been done the same way for a really long time and new technology is scary to these people because you know already construction projects are pretty much destined to fail right they're going to come in over budget and take longer than what was projected um so you know coming in with the new technology and trying to change that is is something that's really scary to a lot of these decision makers because they're like, hey, our project's already going to fail. But if you were talking to the actual construction workers or the people that would be using your product, they're like, oh, I, I want that right away. Yep. So it's a completely different conversation that you have to have with both people. And I think that, that takes you into the questions that you need to ask because those two groups of people are going to get completely different questions. Totally. And those questions are hard to figure out how to ask them. And what, what there ask. are bad questions. There are very and the very much negative questions for you as somebody who's trying to figure out what the real problem is or what what the person's opinion of something is because um, you know 
there are always going to be people who will just tell you what you want to hear and especially just random people because random people don't have an obligation to be truthful to you or to really analyze what you're telling them, right? If you lead people on in these conversations and really guide them down the path of this is a solution that I want uh, and need, then of course they're going to answer it that way, especially if they don't know you. And so you need to be able to ask questions about the uh, their problems, about how you're proposing so, uh, solving it, about how much they'd be willing to pay for it. All those things need to come from a place um, of pure uh, speculation, very neutral, allowing them to really uh, convey their opinions. And the other thing that's really important is, you know, we all like hearing compliments and like, oh, that looks great. We would love to use that. That that's horrible feedback because that doesn't give you that doesn't give you anything. So when you set when you ask your questions, they need to be very targeted and specific about things that they struggle with. So you you, you want the other people just to vomit out information and just yeah. talk the whole time, and you don't want to be selling during that process. And I think that that's so easy to do. You get really excited, you get really passionate about yeah, your product, you and you're sell like, your idea. yeah, you sell your idea. The person's like, hey, I I struggle to do this. And you're like, oh, that like that's a great point. Like. My product does this and it helps you do that. What do you think? The person's, of course, going to be like, oh, that's that would great. Be good. I love that. But that means nothing. Whereas, you know, when the person talks about what they're struggling with, you need to dive in and understand that problem yeah. more. A hundred percent. Because like even with, you know, the stuff that we're working on, but I'm sure it's true of just about any business. Like you can think that you are solving a problem, but hmm. you might just be addressing some symptom of that and so when you dive into it and really understand the problem you your product might end up not actually solving at all and it might just end up being another part of the problem for them later once if they even try it in the first place and we talked about it uh, a couple times in previous episodes but um, just the idea of like will people you know do people actually want this and do they will they need it um, once they've started using it like will it will it be something that people will call you to uh use instead of you having to call them email everybody to yeah. get somebody to use your product yep and and just the best way to go about that is to is to be succinct and, and understand exactly what you're what you're selling and how you talk about it which is going to take us into our next episode that we'll talk about where we dive a little bit deeper into the mom test yep keep it real everybody all right guys uh, if you want to continue this discussion follow us on our social media our instagram linkedin facebooks will all be in the description of this episode hop on there shoot us a dm hit us up with whatever concerns questions comments that you guys have we love to continue building that community on there next subscribe to wherever you're listening to this itunes spotify google amazon overcast you name it we got it and the only other thing i'm going to add is as you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, five-star ratings, and a uh, and, and a comment go a really long way. Helps us continue to to climb up the charts and you know continue to to spread this to to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything, and we're excited to see you next week.